All the content you hear in this podcast episode is non-commercial, fair use, Creative Commons license. Brother, you've learned well. You're expert at Wu-Tang. <laughs> you learn. You have to suffer a lot. Otherwise, you'd never have mastered Chin King and the Wu-Tang sword skills. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Let's start the show. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. This is episode three. Hopefully I'm getting better at this. I'm enjoying it. Um, today I'd like to talk about a concept uh, you don't hear a lot about, but it's a very, very strategic concept that you should really be aware of, and that's called the point of diminishing returns. Pretty self-explanatory. And the other point I'd like to discuss is value, and they're both obviously intertwined. But point of diminishing returns... Is uh, if you have, and I'll explain it real briefly, so that you have an actual understanding of it. Guys that are into racing or whatever, let's say you have a car and it's a 10-second car, it'll go a quarter mile in 10 seconds. In 10 seconds, yeah, quarter mile. So that's a very fast car. Now, that car that will make a quarter mile in 10 seconds, let's say for example, costs ten thousand dollars. Not to confuse anybody, okay? But if you want to make that car that you pay $10,000 for that can do a quarter mile in 10 seconds, if you want to get that down to 9 seconds, that $10,000 car is now a $25,000 car. You've hit the point of diminishing returns. $10,000 is reasonable. You know, you get a good engine, good chassis, uh, you know, some, some knowledge mechanics and racing and you can get a car you know maybe not 10 seconds but close to it maybe 10,000 maybe a little bit more but that that magic number past 10 seconds man is is expensive and that's where the point of diminishing returns and you could apply that to most most everything in life really business personal whatever you have to decide what uh is important to you and place a value on that and uh when one thing is butting up against another or challenging another, you have to say, you know, see what, which, which one is hitting at the point of diminishing return, you know, what's more important to you. Um, interesting concept. And value, again, value is another concept. And what could be valuable to one person is not valuable to another. Um, that's 
that's a given. Um, but it's always important to temper everything that, you know, that's important with, uh, you know, certain disciplines looking toward the future and how's this going to benefit me uh, now in short term and mid term and long term and all that motivational fun stuff. But it's true. Um, and oh, and by the way, just uh, uh, just as a thing, when I say motivation, YouTube does have some great motivational videos. If you just go in there and type in motivational video, there's a million of them. And they're great. They have good scenes. You see Denzel Washington and people jumping over buildings. and But it's real motivating. So it's just a little ADD moment there. Um, but yeah. A point of diminishing returns is really important because... Um, it's, uh, uh, again, like a concept where, you know, if you're not aware of it, you you kind of lose sight sometimes. And you constantly want to gauge kind of where you're putting out your energy and your money and your effort than just squandering it out there. You know, it's, it has value. Time is money, which is true. Uh, and especially for younger people, you know, if your time is not being invested learning and doing more things and growing, getting your computer skills together, and your Excel up to point, and I'm a coder, I'm a programmer, so developer, so I kind of appreciate that discipline, um, but it's important, it's very, very important, and uh, the same discipline that you would apply to your coding, you need to apply to your life and the way it's run, you know, um, you, know, you want to keep it simple, and you want to keep it reliable, you know, um, yeah, so, that's, uh, the, the value, again, the uh, point of diminishing returns and the value, the value is going to be what, what's going to, where you get value from something, the benefit that you get from it, um, and it doesn't have to be a tangible benefit where, you know, I'm gaining X amount of money or whatever, that doesn't really give a value, what gives it value is how much the feeling that you get from it, you know, did you help somebody, were you... You know, developing something that was going to help your career, like what, you know, or were you just wasting time, you know? Um, and I don't want to get all motivationally and everything like that. I mean, it's important to be motivated, of course, and there's a time for that. There's a time for everything. Um, but um, within reason, there's a time for everything. Within reason. Um, but yeah, it's important that uh, you have an understanding, a clear understanding of um, where your values lie and what what's really truly important to you and what you're going to invest your time in and uh, you know, not to overdo it in something that's not, you're not going to get as much benefit from. And I use an example like video game is, um, hold on a second work never ends and another um, important concept, I, I, I don't know if I touched on it before, but the thing the importance of the knowledge the knowledge of attachment equals suffering. You know, so if you observe and look at any type of suffering that you have, it's due as a result of some type of attachment that you have. It's not simple. It's not simple. There's all types of attachment that people have to alcohol, to money, to gambling, to just all types of stuff, gaming, uh, whatever. That's never been my weakness is gaming. Never, never that one. But it's addictive. I can, I can see it could be. Um, yeah, but it's, it's important to understand, um, all those concepts and everything like that.
It's funny, but another profound concept that uh, came up the other day, I was talking with a friend about just general stuff, and I says, well, you know, you try to, said, said you try to max, uh, simplify or overcomplicate things. I says, well, you know, a simple way of putting it is like this. Everything in existence that you look at, that you deal with, I can prove to you is duplicitous, is dualistic in nature, because it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You, If you shrink it down to its smallest component, it's going to be an atom which has a positive and negative charge, which means it's duplicitous. And there's only one thing that uh, is singular in all, all of creation and everything. And you'll never guess, like I said, I think one in a thousand might guess it, but that's a photon of light, it's singular, which so one photo, pho the photon supports all life. Without it, there would be none. Um, interesting concept that the singular supports the many. Um, and that's really the mentality that we should have in the sense of as individuals, we should try to support uh, the good of everything around us. You know, uh, I'm not going to pass judgment on that, but that's uh, something these days that's lacking that I see. People are just chasing dollars and not really looking to get fulfillment from within themselves where they should be looking. Uh, they're looking for it in the right pair of sneakers or the right image. Um, I get on YouTube and I just sometimes go down those rabbit holes where I look at what's popular and different artists and everything like that and it's it's really interesting to see how they go back and forth with this beef in and everything like that and such a brain. I mean, it's entertaining. Sometimes, honestly, honestly, sometimes when you don't want to go too deep, it's good to do that, just to kind of hit the reset button slightly, and come back to center and just you know be objective of what you see and mindful of what you see. But um, it's funny. But um, yeah, to record this, I'm using Audacity, so I'm kind of learning Audacity, which is it's free. Runs on a, a Mac. This is a Mac I'm on now, and also runs on PC. I don't think it runs on Ubuntu. I like like Ubuntu, Linux. It's good. Um, yeah, no mic too. Um, this is I don't even know the, what is the name of this Yeti. This is the Yeti, the blue one. I think it's like 125 bucks. I forget the model number. It's very nice. It's old school, professional, heavy. So I like it. Um. Yeah, but um, all of these things are really, really important um, as far as that. And it's something that probably from a very young age myself, like probably 11, 12 years old, I always say to myself, I want to see the world through my own eyes. And I don't want to see things for myself. Whereas a lot of people, they just automatically accept everything that they're given. And, you know, it doesn't, uh, doesn't benefit you to, to, to just accept things the way they are. You need to... Look and analyze and, and make sense of what you see and what you're dealing with. But again, that's a foreign concept these days. Um, yeah, I like to get into Buddhism and talk about Buddhist concepts and stuff like that. But a lot of times, you know, you get into a show and it gets like, and I have to forgive me. I don't want to criticize any shows, but a lot of shows that I listen to, let's say on Buddhism or whatever the topic, it's, uh, it doesn't have the life breathed into it, if you know what I mean. It's just very dull and puts you to sleep really so I'm trying to avoid that and I want to try to keep it lively um but um yeah really when I when I in my head try to boil down um Buddhism to a larger degree I see it <clears throat> like written in the words of the Dharmapada all you all we think is what we are which is very true and karma 
you know, the action that you do and the action that you take comes right back to you, whether good or bad. To be aware of that and conscious of that, <clears throat> of your action, of what you do. Right thinking, right speech, right action. You know, and uh, <clears throat> the Four Noble Truths. To live is to suffer. You suffer as a result of attachment. There's a way out of suffering from attachment in the ways the Eightfold Path, which is right, right thinking, right speech, right action, right thought, right, you know, so on. Um, so it's very important to, to, to be aware of these concepts and not just uh, be like a dandelion in the wind where you're like, you know, scattered all over the place. You need to kind of get centered and, and have a good understanding of what what is happening and see the lens, there are multiple lenses that you need to use to analyze the situation and make an observation of what needs to be done and the degree of importance. Some stuff is just what it is, what it is, you know, like watching stupid videos on YouTube, I, I can do that. And that live link, some some of the stuff, it's a little, I'm a little squeamish, I don't like to watch, but watch a lot of that stuff that's that's funny and interesting, real action, real life stuff. So, yeah, you know, I don't want to go uh, too long on this podcast. Uh, this number of different books, I'm going to just grab them now. What is, one book is Herman Hesseratta. And it's a book about Siddhartha Gautama. It's a really, really good thin book. And if, the funny reason why a lot of the books that I, I read, Animal Farm and Dharmapada, a lot of thin books that I read was because in school we were given reading projects. We had to read a book, so I grabbed the thinnest book. But it just so happened that I was re- grabbing some incredible books, like A Single Pebble, Herman Hess. Had this character named Oh Good. He was amazing. Like He was just could do everything, but he was underrated and everything. But he was underneath. He was really in charge. He was the man. Uh, right now, um, I have another, well, that's Siddhartha, the Upanishads, it's spelled U-P-A-N-I-S-H-A-D-S, the Upanishads, it's ancient Vedic, ancient Indian knowledge. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, who was the philosopher king, really interesting, he was a Stoic, very interesting. Um, the Hagakura, of course, I highly recommend the movie Ghost Dog, it's a really good movie. And if you're into, if you're into, um... Adult women, those kind of cartoons. It's called the uh, Delocated. Uh, it's hilarious, man. It's so stupid. I mean, so stupid, so funny. It's really, really good. I can sit there and watch that for hours. That's like my weakness. Certain stupid stuff I can watch. Um, but anyway, listen. I digress. Uh, I really want to thank you for listening. And uh, again, you can reach me at alpha male Buddhist at gmail.com. As I said, no space is just one word, alphamilbuddhist at gmail.com. Send me your thoughts or whatever, you know, subjects you'd like me to bring up. Um, again, the, the, the first couple of, this is like third one, I guess I'm rambling a little bit, but there's certain subjects I really, really want to bite that into. You know what, sometimes it's good to ramble too, you know, why not? You ramble a little bit and shit, you know what I mean? All right, man, uh, peace, love, and understanding, man. Thank you for your time. Namaste. Bye.